And there we go. Yeah. And just like that, bam, the record live button is on. Good morning, everyone. It is Wednesday. It is Wealth Wellness Wednesday. And what does that mean? We've got some goodness going on. We've got an amazing speaker. But good morning, everyone. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nani Boss, not Naughty Boss, Nani Boss, Lady Canada, live from Vero Beach with two sisters. Hey, and good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva, OCD Diva, Deadline Diva. <laughs> 3.0. That's what, if you ever heard me say 3.0, that's what all that means, but it's all. Well, God help us if she gets to 4.0. That's all I got to say. On that. I got to think about something for that. So we're going to hop on right into it. But before, um, I just want to tell you a little bit about this young man, Elliot. He is a powerhouse. Okay. We, when we went met with Elliot, we had all these spots filled up and we're like, Oh no, we we have to get him on right away. He has an energy, which is amazing. And no doubt because he is a certified high performance coach. And without further ado, welcome Elliot Vang. We are so excited to have you on here. And we wanna turn the floor over to you because we I want you to describe what you do and why you're doing it. So the floor is yours. Oh my gosh, it's such a pleasure to be on with the two sisters. So I'm excited to be on and uh, thank you for having me on your platform to be a guest on your show. Uh, I am honored to be here. And oh my gosh, how flattering that you said two things about me, that I'm a young man. I'm like, whoa, okay, I'll take that. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm a powerhouse. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Like, who is that that Janice is talking about? Um, but first and foremost, I do want to say that I am a husband to my wife and a father to my two kids, right? And in, in the past, that didn't always come up first, second or third. It was like towards the middle or the end of a conversation. And now I'm like, no, because that's what I value. That's what's important to me. And I want to start out with that first, right? So first and foremost, that's who I am, right? I'm a father to my two kids and a husband to my wife. And then Yes, what is a high performance coach? People are like, what is a high performance coach? Like, what is that? And I love to answer this question. Because usually high performance, people attribute it to athletes or like performance cars. I'm like, sure, right? That's an, that's an aspect of it. But we all can be high performers. Could be the CEO, the teacher, the stay-at-home parent. They all could be high performers. And what high performance is, is this um, performing at high levels and then maintaining it for the long term, right? We've all heard of people who are crushing it at their work or in their career, but they're putting in 60, 70, 80 hour work weeks. That's not maintainable. That's not sustainable over the long term, right? They're going to come Elliot, down and they're going to have Elliot, to crash. I have to, I have to interrupt you. Repeat that again, because there's so many people and what you just said, a lot of people, you always hear, you got to you got to pay the dues, which we all know you do. You got to pay the dues to get to get the gap. But what you just said about the 60, 70, 80 hours a week, repeat that. And then I get it. Yes, we, you have to work hard to get to reap those benefits. Totally. You have to work hard. But working those 60, 70, 80 hour work weeks, you're not going to able to maintain that over long term if you want to have healthy relationships, if you want to maintain your health and wellness. Right, those are all. If those are all aspects that are important to you, then you're you're gonna have to find some way to balance it, 
manage it, find some harmony with your career, your family life, and your health and wellness, right? So that's super important. So that's when people ask, I, I love to talk about it because then, you know, we kind of figure out where they're currently at and where they want to go and where they want to be. I love that. And I love the fact that you describe it as the harmony between the two, because you want them cohesively to work together. And I think harmony, balance, cohesiveness are words that have to impact those decision-making moments of where your vision, your goals, your career, your passion, wherever it is going to. And I think part of that piece to that, if you don't have the harmony first with yourself, in knowing that, hey, I know I've got to put in X amount of hours, but at some point for my own health and wellness, for the very first two things that you thanked, your wife, your children, they've got to be up there because those are probably, I think, our intimate relationships with our, our partner, our husband, wife, whatever, girlfriend, whatever it may be, and our children too often are taken for granted because we just assume they're automatically there. They're always there. They don't need that nurturing because I'm too busy with my goals and dreams because I'm doing this for them. But I think if given the choice, and I'm sure you run across this, if you were to ask the better halves, the partners, the children, they would say, I just want my mom. I just want my dad. I just want a few hours with them a week. And I think that's so impactful of what you do to point that out to people. Yeah, right. That's what's important to you. And that's who do we tuck in at night? Who do we go to bed with at night? Right. Those are the people that are important to us. And those are the ones that we have to put at the top of our priority list. And I and also one great point you mentioned there is ourselves, right? We tend to put ourselves on the back burner. And I was like, no, I knew to did. I suffered through that so much in the past because I was pleasing everybody else. I was trying to do everything for everybody else. And by the time it got to me, I was exhausted. I was too tired. I didn't have the strength or the energy to do the things I needed to do. And what did I say? Oh, I'll leave that off to tomorrow. I'll leave that off to next week. But that wasn't serving me the best. And now I was suffering and I had that stress and anxiety and all of this, right? It just kind of built up. Now I was lacking sleep, lacking energy, lacking that stamina. And it just all had a snowball effect. So that wasn't serving me well. No, and, and it's paramount. Don't you think, Jan, that it's paramount that if we don't address and look at ourselves, and we actually talked about this uh, the day after Valentine's Day, that we said, you know, everyone should be looking at their, their own image, look in a mirror and say, I love you. Like just, you know, you want to spill over that love for Valentine's Day and romance, which really should be carried out 365 days of the year, regardless. However, we forget to say, I love me. I'm comfortable in my own skin. And when I love me, I can do more for others. I can spill that overage of love that I have for myself to others. And it's not selfish to say, hey, I love you. Good job. You're, you know what? You're absolutely right. Because as we all know, life is a balancing act. This past year for everyone that we often refer back to has been such a shift, paramount shift each day. And with you know, moms and dads being home with their children, the homeschooling and balancing all that out, you have to sometimes pivot on a dime. But in that respect as well, you need to take care of yourself. In fact, this morning I looked in the mirror and of course, you know, I always say I always have a bad hair day. And this morning I said, 
you it's not how you feel it's how you look and you look marvelous <laughs> well your hair looks gorgeous well thank you thank you very much but no i think that it just goes to show you that how you react to yourself is also portrayed to others and i think with high performance coaching one can really learn how to balance that because i'm sure there's the people that you coach just have thousands of things on their plate like how am i going to get this done this project is to do like what is the and what i'm really curious to know elliot what is the process for you when you initially meet with someone who is that let's say the high performance executive that does work that 60 to 80 hours a week i'm curious to know and you know obviously without going into your client specifically but mm -hmm. what are some tips that you could perhaps share with our audience and your audience as well on different things that they could perhaps do? And Janice, I do want to say that you are having an awesome hair day. And so are you, Kara Sue. And so am I. <laughs> I'm also having an awesome hair day. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. I just wanted to put that in. Um, first, when meeting with clients, we do an overall assessment of where they currently are. Right, just and, and be comfortable with, with where they're at because you are where you are, right? There's, you can't change that. You can't go to the past. You can't go to the future. You are where you are. And then saying, where do you want to go ultimately? What is that big dream, that big goal, that ambitious place you want to be at? And then I will hold that place for them, right? I will hold that dream, that goal for them. And then coming back to the present day and saying, what can you control? We can only control what we can do today. We can't control that big dream that we have five years from now, but we can control what we want to do today to move towards that goal, right? And say, what is the next action I can take to move towards that goal? Is this action aligned with that goal? If it is, move, right? Take that step. Because too many times we sit in this spot of indecision, of unsure, of, oh, I'm not sure what's gonna happen next. So I don't know what to do. And then we just lose that time and we can't get that time back. So it's a matter of just, hey, let's just take this next action. Regardless if it's the right action, then let's keep it moving. If it's not, now we know that that's not the action to take, come back and reassess it. What's another action? What's another option that we have for ourselves, for you, right? Let's keep moving. Let's, let, let's build that momentum. Cause regardless if we're taking step one to two to three, we don't always need to necessarily make that jump of one to five to 10, right? Sometimes it's still baby steps. And then as we're building that momentum, sometimes it might be a big jump later on in the process. And that's fine, right? As long as we're moving towards that goal, that dream, that ambition, this place you want to be at. Elliot, what would be the one common denominator that you feel people are missing when they're, you know, they, they decide, hey, I know I'm committed. I'm gonna, I know I've got to do the work. It's gonna take me X amount of, you know, months, years, whatever it may be. But what is the one thing that you could say is pretty typical, atypical of a, and I'm assuming, you know, when you think of a high performance or there, I would imagine, and I don't know that you do this, like a personality analysis, are they more, so it's a two-part question, a common denominator that they might have and are they typically type a personalities to answer that second question no 
no type A type. No, it doesn't say a high performer is only a type A personality. No, that's that doesn't fit that way, right? But so going back to your uh, original question is, I don't, I just don't have the time. Right? I don't have the time to be doing all of this, and then we'll assess it. So we'll kind of make sure, look at their calendar and see what they're putting in the calendar. Are they being intentional with their calendar? Are they um, losing time to distractions? Right now, it's like what social media. You get on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. You start scrolling. By the time you realize, you lose that hour. You're like, oh my gosh, an hour has already passed by. I gotta get ready. I gotta go to work. I gotta do this. And then also, I don't have the time to complete these 20 things on my to-do list. I was like, whoa, because you have 20 things on your to-do list. That's way too many things to do. All right? Let's cut that down. Let's name the top three. Let's put those top your top three on the top of your to-do list and just leave three, right? So that when you could check off three, now you're feeling that positivity again in you, right? Saying, oh, I completed my three tasks that I needed to do today. Instead of looking at your list of 20, you might've completed 15, but you're not looking at that 15. You're looking at those five you didn't complete, right? So if you put those three on, you complete it. If you still have time at the end of the day, okay, I'll add another one on, complete, done. Right. So being intentional with that and then being intentional with your calendar. What are you I doing love, with your I, calendar? I love I love the power, the power because the, the number three is so impactful as it is, uh, with so many different things, with the universe, with um, spiritual, whatever it may be. But I love that we're you're setting you're actually having your clients realize we want to set you up for success. So let's start with three. And like you just said, add as you check them off and you do feel, I don't think I'm gonna speak directly to our audience, our listeners. I don't think there's one of you out there that doesn't get like your juju going knowing that you've checked off something on a to-do list, right? Kara, so you also got, you also forgot the power of the three of us, okay? So don't forget that. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. But Jan, don't you think, I mean, doesn't it feel real good when you say, damn, I knocked those three right out of the park and I'm ready to take on one more, two more, three more, whatever it may be. But you've got that initial juju going because you've completed something and you're patting yourself on the back and saying, good job, I did this. Oh, it sure does. And, you know, we all have to do lists and sometimes they grow by leaps and bounds. But what I have found too, and we've often talked about this, is the power of pen to paper. Yes, we all have our electronic devices. If you saw my desk right now, I'm on my Mac. I have my Hewlett Packard over here. I have my big um, iPad. My cell phone is a monitoring um, the live feed with Facebook. And I have another um, iPad over there. Though all of those electronic devices are great. Calendar apps are great, but I'm always a firm believer in pen to paper, especially when you lose power. You do, and I, yes. and I think there's something to say about when it's here in your mind, it goes from your mind to your hand, goes from your hand with intention and you write it down. I think it, it just kind of almost seals the deal that you're being intentional, don't you think, Elliot? Totally, and, and a lot of these habits are built in and, and these habits are things that you could build into last over over the long term, right? So it's, it's a lot of these little habits built in, upon each other. And for me, my day starts the night before, 
right? So I have to make sure I look in at my calendar the night before to say, hey, what do I have coming up? So that when I go to bed, I can go to bed with that peace of mind saying, okay, I know what's coming up instead of, oh my gosh, what do I have coming up tomorrow? Oh, I'm going to wake up in a minute. I have to check my calendar just to make sure what I have coming up, right? So I'm making sure the night before I'm checking my calendar to say, okay, I have I have a my interview with uh, the two sisters in the morning, start of the hours, right? So how, how I'm looking at that the night before so that I can go to bed, sleep well, be energized, be wake up with that stamina to continue on with my day, right? So these all these, there's all these little habits that I've built in to help me so that I don't have to depend on memory, um, chance, randomness, like all of that. I used to do that, right? And that wasn't serving me the best in the past. No, and I like um, the fact of just really reviewing your day the night before, because I mean, how many times do we think about it? If you are managing, you're an entrepreneur, your, your whole, you know, and even somebody that's a professional outside of the home, your whole world rocked this year. So now you've got children, if you have school-aged children, you're, you have to set them up for success and you're actually showing them by example, hey, you've got your Zoom with your teacher, your first class is starting at this time. Guess what, mommy and daddy or mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy, whatever it may be, they also have got you know, make this work. Now you're managing all these different things that are coming up and instead of being frazzled in the morning, it's all about preparation. And I think a, a mm -hmm. lot of times we're telling our children or our loved ones to prepare, but we're kind of last on the burner to prepare for ourselves. So we're not that crazy cuckoo cray cray in the morning. You know, who's gotta be where? Well, who's Zoom is going on? Like, you know, where am I gonna be? What am I gonna do? Because that starts your day off wrong. And I love to start my day off with, with a calmness, affirmation. And I'm sure our listeners and audience, as well as yours, that's the way you want to start out your day. You want to start out with a positive that I've got this, that I'm already scheduled. I know it's coming. And it doesn't, it does not stop the little divots that may come up, but at least you're prepared. Yes, yes. And I want to share one little thing about you. You talked about starting the day, right? So it's been almost a year now where I was like, okay, I'm gonna go without setting an alarm because I don't want to wake up to an alarm anymore. And I've woke up or been getting up without using an alarm and that's been great. So for those that didn't use an alarm and you, you feel like you need that alarm, set an alarm to some calming music, something more uh, soothing for you. Because when we set an alarm and if it's like that alarm noise, right? What, are, what do we associate with alarms? Like something that is uh, to alert us something that is, oh my gosh, there's an emergency or a chaos going on, right? So waking up, like you mentioned, Karis, waking up with that calmness. And if we have that alarm, we wake up in this hectic state of mind, like, oh my gosh, shut up, what's going on kind of thing. So if you do use an alarm, I would say, hey, try to use something that's calming and soothing and see if that fits you, that works for you. Great, right? Because that puts you in a, that better state of mind when you wake up. I love that idea. I've never even, never, I mean, how... What a golden nugget right there, guys. You know, knowing that, because I know when I get that alarm, I jump. I, I, I like, yeah. you know, I've got, I got a couple different alarms for different things, but they're not soothing. And I, and I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, use, I don't use an alarm to wake up, but I do use different alerts and alarms. But how cool would it be to know that 
you know, for whatever my different appointments are, that I'm setting something more soothing. So I'm not so jumped. So I can imagine when you're in a deep sleep and you wake up to, you know, and you're, and you're yeah. ready to jump on your bed and your heart's racing. You're like, what did I miss? Where do I got to go? So I love that, Elliot. What a great, that's a golden nugget. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. I, I think so in so many different ways. And I think with different alarms too, think of, you know, I think back to when we were kids and when you got an emergency notification on channel three or channel eight, whatever it may be. And you always associated what you heard from that alarm to there's some type of an emergency. And I think with alarms going off on our cell phones or, you know, different devices, you know, even the TV that we're so, when we hear that alarm, we're just like, oh, it's another breaking news alert. And I think we take that almost for granted. It's almost like the, the child who cried wolf. Well, I don't think, you know, for instance, it was breaking news the other day that Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are expecting another baby, which I think is awesome. That's great news. But I'm sorry, that's just not breaking news and doesn't warrant that alert. You know, I agree. And I, and I think that's where the devices that we own are what we are in control of. Most people don't even have a landline anymore. Most people just use the cell phone. Mm -hmm. Therefore, if you know you have, you've got your phone or your iPad or your computer set to alerts for maybe different Zoom meetings that are coming up, or different appointments for, for your own children that are home that are still you know, working re you know, remotely because a lot of people are still remote. Setting up, you know, like even for a child, maybe having more of a, you know, a fun kitty type alert. So you know that's specific to your child. Uh, if you've got say an alert for an, a doctor's appointment, which most people dread, most of them are still on Zoom, but whatever, make it fun, like, oh, that's my, you know, whatever doctor's appointment, got to get on, got to go. Uh, I also do an alarm, believe it or not, for my groceries, because I always forget when I'm at the store, I never remember the list. So I have to do a list and I do it on my cell phone. But I also do an alert to say, hey, you know, you're busy. Don't forget to go buy some groceries, girl. Otherwise, we're not eating. So it's so funny how we're so, we're so used to now living the way that we live with alerts and if you're a high performance personality where you're going after those dreams and there's those goals you need a ton of reminders but it still goes back to the old-fashioned regardless it goes back to the old-fashioned pen and paper i believe i, I live mm -hmm. by my my um calendar and you know i write my notes in there i don't use sticky notes anymore because i found when i'm using sticky notes they're, they're everywhere and then they fall and i forgot where they are so i i actually use my organizer my planner every single day it's got the calendar right there my to-do list and like you said to review it the night before that is just that's so impactful and that really can really change the dynamics of your day and I also want to share a little bit about you talking about that pen and paper calendar, right? So I was working for a client of mine and she enjoyed reading and she loved reading, but she's like, my day is so busy. I don't know. I can't fit in reading. I was like, how much time would you want to fit in reading in your day? She said, two hours. I said, okay, can that be a two hour block? Or does it need to be a two hour block or can it be like broken up into two one hour blocks? She said, 
it could be broken up or straight. It doesn't matter as long as I fit it in. And then I asked her, how did you remember to get on the call with me today? Like, how did you remember? She's like, oh, I put it in my calendar. I said, okay, can you put reading into your calendar? She said, I never thought of that. And I said, okay, so let's find some time. And I said, right away, right? Pull out your calendar, we'll do it right now. She pulled out her calendar, did it right there, scheduled it in, said, we'll check in. Hey, if it works for you, it works. Check in next week. She said, oh my gosh, such a game changer. I didn't know I could schedule in that time to read. It's been awesome because then I've been able to read and I just love reading. And I got in two hours of reading every day. I was like, perfect, right? I just said, congratulations. You did all the work. This is all you, right? You just put in your calendar and you made it intentional. And you just right. kept to your calendar and worked with it. And, it, and, you're, and you're basically blocking time off for you. And I think, okay, so you pencil that in, you color code it. I do a lot of color coding. And if it's for reading you're and, and you've actually put it down on your planner, you say, okay, I'm not going to schedule a Zoom then I'm not, or, or, or client consultation. You know, I'm not going to get on any meetings. That, that is me time. So I have a color code for me time. And it's so paramount because when you get, it sounds a little weird in the beginning to schedule yourself, but it's paramount in having your day set up for success. But it also reminds you, this is the time that's me time that I need because me time is also a refreshing time, whether that's your manicure, whether that's a bath, whether that's reading, whether that's just, you know, calming and listening to music or, you know what, I need an hour. I have a, I also schedule an hour, which I've never done this before. Like, this is the day that I'm doing bills. You know, I, I'm going to sit in the office for an hour with no distraction. Look what's due. Make sure that that's all planned out for the month. What days I'm going to do it. Same thing with my grocery list. I put my grocery list in my planner. So it's just another way of, it sounds, some of these things almost sound a little odd in the beginning, but I think the more you do it, it does become habit. And you find that your life and your day is actually now set up for success for where you're going. Mm-hmm. And that's a great point you brought up about scanning that me time, right? I've had others who would say to me, it's like, I don't want to be so rigid or so robotic in my day. But I'm like, it's okay. You can schedule in me time, flexible time, whatever you want to name it, so that it's not saying, okay, this time I have to be doing it. Schedule in flexible time, but make sure you're purposeful with that flexible time. And don't say flexible time, and then you end up doing um, Netflix or social media for those at that hour or two hours, right? Because that's not going to serve you the best. If you want to do that, if you want to go on social media and stuff, sure, s- schedule that in as well. But give yourself 10, 15 minutes max, set an alarm on your phone, scroll because you're going to lose track of time. Scroll, scroll, scroll through, alarm goes off, set that boundary, done, get off that phone, right? Because it's hard to say cold turkey, stop going on social media. Because that's we all want to see what's going on in Meghan Markle or Prince Harry's live, right? We still want to know about those things. So, you know, to find out on social media, you're kind of scrolling through that. So, and I, and I think, them, by the way, yeah, I, I think too, part of that is the fear of like missing out. Like, you're like, oh, I'm gonna miss that alert. I, I have to know what's going on. And when you realize, hey, who cares what's trending out there? What are the alerts? I'm gonna be the trend center, I'm gonna be the alert center by just being intentional with what you're doing, you find that you don't need that constant alert reminder of what's going on in the world. Because let's face it, there's a lot of shit going on in the world that we don't have time for because it's a distraction, it's not self-serving. And if it's not impacting you and adding value and adding joy, 
don't, don't, don't scroll. Just don't do it. A lot of people just get sucked into that. Don't you think? Yes. Yeah, you, you don't need to be the first to know. There's enough people in your life that will send you a text message or call you and let you know what's going on, right? Current events. So, <laughs> Absolutely. So, Elliot, tell, tell, tell our viewers and our listeners, how can they get in contact with you? You got a website. We're also going to list some things on our website, but share how someone would say, hey, you know what? I want to talk to Elliot a little bit more to see how I can organize my life better. And I want to be a high performance person, coach, whatever. How mm -hmm. do I do that? How would they get a hold of you? Yes, right. So they can go to my website. It's Elliot Vang. That's Elliot with two L's and two T's. Okay. Vang.com. That's V-A-N-G. And go on there. I have some testimonials on there. I have some free offers on there just so that you can be more intentional with your date, right? I just ask you like, who do you want to be today? How do you want to show up today? What am I looking forward to today, right? Some daily things to build these daily habits. And so that you can be on that track to being a high performer and high performance is a it's a lifelong journey kind of thing right even me as a high performance coach I still have bad days right I'm still a hot mess on some days right and not saying that I have everything right everything that's um my my t's crossed and my eyes dotted no there's days where I you know have struggles and that's we're just human that way and I love that because you're being authentically you I a lot of times you'll you know you'll you'll chat or connect with a coach and they're so rigid or they're so like and you think like they got it all together but I know especially with Jan and I and, and doing this podcast you know we're authentically us always because some days you know it's a shit show some days you know the phone drops the lighting's not right we have bad connection or you know we flub up our words but what that shows is that they're being authentically them and I love a coach that's not only intentional with their clients, but it's also still being authentically you. So I absolutely love that about you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Elliot, you know, you bring forth so many great ideas and I continue to be blow, blown away by your energy and your clients must so appreciate that in you showing your vulnerability on who you are and where you want to be. And we just think that is amazing. And we obviously would love to have you back on the podcast as a follow-up. You know, the two sisters are always evolving and we love, would love to have you on again. What is everybody doing today? It is Wealth Wellness Wednesday. And on that note, my name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 3.0. And I am with two... Sisters, and this is Carol Stu, aka Nani Boss, Lady Canna. But it is Wealth Wellness Wednesday. What are you doing to pay it forward? Remember, as an entrepreneur or any profession that you're in, in order to receive, you also have to give. Give to somebody unsuspecting, an unsuspecting financial exchange. Remember, with Wealth Wellness Wednesday, it's not about the dollar amount, it's just about paying it forward. You want that domino effect of kindness, paying it forward, and putting a smile on someone's face. With that, we are going to be signing off, but we're excited for tomorrow for what's trending. Hmm, are you going to be the trendsetter? Let's find out. And with that, thank you so much, Elliot. We had such a great, great interview, and we are so passionate about having you back on. Everyone have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on Thursday, guys. Take care. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you.